Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Adi Fred Max. Now, we are going to have conversation surrounding the issue of COVID-19. And together with us is uh, DGF, the Democratic Governance Facility. With me in studio today is Dr. Murunji Miriam Nantambi. Uh, she's the Risk Communications Coordinator within KCCA. And we're looking at uh, issues concerning COVID-19. You are most welcome, Dr. Murunji. Uh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. The thing is, some people do not actually up to now believe that these people died of uh, COVID-19. Some people don't believe these reports. Um, I don't know why that is, but let's start by looking at the first case that happened in Chisenye. Uh, well, this particular case that uh, was in, in, in Kampala also happened today in Rubaga, where I'm responsible for. Well, this was an eight-year-old mm, who mm. got diarrhea, cough, um, fever, mm. And later, difficulty in breathing. Okay. She went to Platinum Hospital, like another patient, mm, mm. and was treated there okay. uh, in the high dependence unit where we treat the critically ill. Mm. And uh, for about six days or so, because that was from 17th to 23rd. Okay. Uh, then, from then, the condition became more critical. The difficulty in breathing was increasing. Mm. And that's when this patient was transferred to an ICU. In Mengo Hospital. Okay. Uh, the team in Mengo Hospital immediately suspected COVID and they called us. We came in to take off samples. Mm. Unfortunately, before we even reached the lab, uh, this patient died and was buried. So before, before where the patient was taken, that is at Platinum, there was no suspicion of COVID-19? Uh, they, on the third day of the treatment, mm. one doctor actually suspected covid but uh, no further mention of COVID was done in the report and no further investigation mm. to that were taken mm. up, yes. And you see, the reason as to why we have to talk about this is because even up to now, some people think that these numbers are simply used to sort of scare them. What do you have to say about this? I mean, uh, people, people they, they can say whatever they, they feel like saying. Mm. Uh, first, because first of all, COVID, most of the, the cases we've had mm. are not the critically ill cases. Okay. Uh, the, the normal human beings mm. who have good immunity mm. and have fought off COVID easily. Mm. And uh, the community itself, which is now saying there is no COVID, has mm. actually done a lot to protect the the more vulnerable population Mm. from getting COVID. Mm. We've seen LC1s calling in Mm. whenever they suspect there is a newcomer Mm -hmm. in their villages. Mm. We've seen people take precautions against getting COVID. In that way, COVID had been uh, held in only the the able-bodied people who were traveling from wherever to wherever because mm. these are normal human beings. I mean, by the time you travel from Tanzania to Uganda, mm. driving, I mean, your body is, is strong enough mm. to, to really contain any illness. So, um, these are the people we've been getting. But right now, we've seen penetration of the community, COVID penetrating into the vulnerable what? 
population. We now see an eight-year-old mm. who was probably at their home, but maybe their son or their grandson came home and brought COVID. Mm. So we are going to see more of that happening. Okay. I'm assuming people within these communities are traumatized, especially after getting such news. Uh, do you have counseling services within these areas? Sure, some people are traumatized, but of course they're showing the trauma in a number of ways. Mm. Uh, denial is one of them. No, that wasn't what? That, that wasn't, wasn't COVID. COVID. Mm. That is also one of, of uh, fighting trauma within you, mm. saying, no, it didn't happen. This, this cannot have been COVID because mm. you want to, to ascertain, to really feel that it wasn't COVID. Mm. COVID has been scary. It's also attached to stigma. Mm. Uh, mm. We've seen very many communities. Uh, one time I, I, I had a call from um, a tax conductor. Okay. Are you Dr. Mlunya? I'm like, yes. Really? Why? Because the person just sneezed in the taxi and, uh-huh. and they were offloaded. Just like that. Yes, and yeah. taken to police. Yeah. So, and the stigma thereafter. We've seen people uh, being pushed out of their rental homes mm. because they are suspected of what? Of COVID. Mm. I've seen mm. a community where someone was denied to actually go and, 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 and rent there because... Uh, was, was being suspected, suspected yeah, mm. of COVID. Mm. So uh, the first thing that the community would, would say is this wasn't COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other th- reason why they would say this wasn't COVID, mm. uh, maybe not trauma, but because COVID looks like all the other illnesses. Mm. And the also, symptoms. yeah, the symptoms mm. will look exact. When you look at the, the, the diagnosis mm. at, at uh, platinum, mm. gastroenteritis, uh, acute gastroenteritis, mm. which is uh, acute diarrhea, mm. Mm. Uh, pneumonia. People suffer from pneumonia all mm. the time. Mm. So th- all these diseases look like, like the COVID looks like all these normal diseases that we see. Mm. So very many people will tell you that uh, this wasn't what? This COVID, wasn't COVID, it was just mm. a pneumonia or it was a gastroenteritis mm. or something else. It can only prove it, be proven that it's COVID after testing. Yes. And that is what we did and got to know that this lady actually had what? Had COVID. COVID. Mm. And the other thing that COVID does is exacerbating the pre-existing what? Illnesses. Mm. So someone who uh, normally has their hypertension mm. and managing, when they get COVID, it might get worse. It accelerates. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, so uh, COVID does not register as COVID, mm. but in a number of, of, of different ways. Okay. And uh, people have to know that mm. uh, COVID will not come knocking as COVID, mm. but may look like all the other Any other things normal that, illness. Yeah, that mm. you know. Yes. Okay. So far, the arcades within Kampala are open, most of them. Most of them, I should say. And before even the arcades were open, uh, places like Chikubo have been experiencing a lot of you know, congestion. Flats, yeah. How is this being managed? Well, uh, we've only opened arcades that have clear SOPs and guidelines and are being followed. Mm. The ones that are not following SOPs or that have difficulties in following or putting SOPs in place mm. have been left closed. Yes, we still have uh, a lot of people in Chikubo. We still have a lot of people downtown mm. going shopping, going do this. But at least most of them at one moment mm. will be entering an arcade where they will have to wash their hands and, and all that. But the other thing is that we cannot do much without the people themselves. Mm. People have to know that this is real. 
that this is with us mm. and that they can actually avoid whatever they are doing. Mm. So going to to Chikubo should actually be well so, thought mm. of. Do you really need to go to Chikubo? Mm? Yeah. You really need to go to buy that lipstick mm. when you're even going to be putting on a mask anyway. Mm. Eh? Do you need that dress mm? Mm. when you're not even going for a party? Eh? What is taking you into Chikubo? Mm. Think through and and see if you really need to to actually go there. So people, we have to work hard together, together mm. as a community, mm. to make sure that we uh, we fight COVID and win. Uh, thank you so much, Doctor. As we come to a close, what advice do you give the people of Kampala? Recently, we've been seeing videos of people uh, engaging in parties. I don't even know where these parties are held. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It looks like people have to shed off stress. But mm. uh, Ugandans, let's wash our hands. Mm. Let's social distance. Let's social distance. Don't go to places where it will be difficult for you to name the person you were with mm. as we are asking you questions. Mm. Mm? Mm. Where do you think you got this COVID? Mm. And you actually don't, mm. you can't even figure it out mm. because you were everywhere. Yeah. Mm? We had, we don't want a scenario of the Korean patient 31 mm? Mm. where this one patient 31 uh, infected over 5,000 Koreans. We mm. don't want this situation to reach here. So please uh, avoid crowded places, mm. social distance, wash hands, wear masks, mm. and really COVID is there. Please uh, take precaution. Protect yourself, protect the others that are with you. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Maria. Welcome. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been hosting Dr. Mulunji uh, Mariam. Uh, she's uh, the risk communications coordinator uh, in KCCA. You can download more podcasts when you go to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts. Together with us is uh, DGF, the Democratic Governance Facility. And remember to download the New Vision Digital Experience to have a totally new experience when it comes to news application. Have yourselves a wonderful time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision.